1: Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Tana Talks Soccer Podcast. I am Lotana Oroche, and I'm here with a very special guest today. Trying to gas him up, Wisdom How are you doing today? We have to gas me up because
2: it's, really, wow. it's been a while.
1: It's been i I'm doing really. Yeah, it has. I'm fine. I'm
2: I'm doing well. How about you? How are you doing? I'm
1: alright, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on So I haven't been as consistent But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make it back to where I used to be And I feel like right now is the best time to come back into it Manchester United is an interesting one And uh, I asked you to come on because I kind of respect your views on your club It's not too biased or anything It's kind of just like calm uh, The last time you were here I think we talked a lot about Jadon Sancho uh, Manchester United had just yeah. like purchased this fantastic That's young player fun. Yeah, exactly. From Dortmund. Yeah. And it seemed like to be fair on paper, it's a good deal, you know. He, he played fantastically for Dortmund. Let's not rewrite history. And with the way the transfer market is is going now, it's still a big money sign, you know, he sells 1 over seventy million, it's still big money. Yeah going definitely. To today's market. But with the way the transfer market is going now, if you look at getting someone who had put in Sancho's performances for that money in relation Numbers, to today, yeah. it's not bad at all. But uh unfortunately yeah. hasn't quite gone uh, according to plan. Before we before we go into the latest, which is the comments from the manager, the comments from the player and the way forward, what have you made of Jordan Sanchez's time on Manchester United? If I say he's been a crazy like it's it's been a massive flop, would you just agree or you would try to like maybe add some context? Yeah, I think that would be good, definitely
2: some context. I think um, what I would say is relative to the expectations that we had okay. when we signed in, when we spent all of that money on yes. Definitely, it has been a lot of reasons as well. But you know, various other you non-footballing know, reasons, availability—you know—different um, issues that have just like played with. Um, um It's been a lot of factors, but definitely on the footballing side. Um, Relative to what we yeah from such a new talent when we brought him in um, from Dortmund, then yes, it has been a disappointment. Is it all on him? Ah, uh, it's difficult. I think I think players who move to um, new clubs, um, club right, or succeed for uh, different reasons. Right, yeah. there's a lot of factors that go into player home right? Um, new environment, new club. New systems, new tactics, right, and even also your mentality, right, as a player, as a professional, right. So whether it's a step of uh, step forward or step backwards in your career, as well. Finding, uh, I, know we talked about this as well, right? Yeah, we last did last time I was here. Yeah, uh, you know, I was, I was willing to give it time, right. I worked, right? It was, it was, twenty-one or so when we got it. Um, you know, it was a deal where was a deal I was expecting to be a massive success in the long run. Yeah. I remember I think that was exactly wise, but like I was willing to give him time because at that time, um, we were just finding our feet as a club, Um first full season after meeting Bruno Fernandez, so it felt like okay the club was taking a new turn on that only. he felt like the perfect, or a perfect addition, the perfect space that would just slot into um, you know, that side and um, take some of the creativity uh, body off of Bruno because that was one thing that we really needed at the time. We needed someone who could take the creativity body Now I mean, there was no other perfect person. No, 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 no other perfect um, that Sancho cause The numbers speak for him. Yeah, he was a machine.
1: He was like, a machine. You know, creative, not, not, creative too, not too long ago, I saw, like, yeah. I saw, uh, like, a discussion on Twitter saying, like, uh, Saka, Rashford, and Sancho. Based on their, this is a funny question because they are all relatively young still. But based on their picks so far, who are you gonna take? And Sancho came last for everybody. I'm like, people, people have actually forgotten. It, yeah, of course, like it, that. It always happens that way. But I'm like, people have actually forgotten that this season. season now, Sancho pulled up some of the best numbers in Europe consistently. He was that he was, guy. Not just in dots, but
2: I think that's that's the part that people forget. People um some people bring up the body exactly. for the strikes. But it wasn't just the body um, like it was it was not um numbers of the club must be relative to the body You know, across across the body was when really you showed to people like Leslie, right with the crazy numbers and exactly it's just uh when you sign talent like that, you said I don't think it's all down to him. Uh I, I think maybe mostly down to him as well, but there were a lot of um, problems right surrounding the club um it was the season that only got sad right
1: yeah the
2: season started out very brightly and we felt like okay this was going to be a really good season we had just finished second right we had just finished second and we added players like rafael varan players like ronaldo came back right and we also added sancho so it seemed that finished second and expectations were excuse me expectations were high it was like okay to have this challenge properly and the season started well they had those um really exciting uh wins at the start of the season against leagues yeah. and then Ronaldo came against Newcastle and you know, it just felt like nothing could go wrong <laughs> and then it felt like maybe university a challenge or something and then things just started going wrong um lots of issues we always time but i i think a lot of united fans will probably just want to erased from their memory yeah. by the way and then like, having to think of like safety right we had ourselves just to find that selecting people who just get us results right we, i mean it still did not go well we still had a little embarrassing losses. and refused this in very terribly so i think a lot of united fans are i as well Whenever I want to like, say rates of performances or rates of players, I, I don't like to use that feeling at yeah. the point. I, everybody was bad across board, board. So I don't like feeling now here. I mean, it's something like so what happened with Ippoco uh, last season, like, or what happened with Chelsea also last season. You know that those players are better than that. That was what they were in
1: Yeah, sure. So
2: it, it, it was just was not like good terrible, anymore. terrible spell. Yeah, everybody was bad across board. So it's difficult to single someone out and say, oh, okay, this person um you know was the reason or this person um was telling me about or this person is just a bad player. Yeah. So that's Sancho. And then okay. Um next season now we brought on um every ten Hag, which was last season. And, um with ten Hag was also again another new beginning. Era. exciting ideas, excite, has built exciting teams, right? One of the most exciting young teams in Europe as well at the time. too. yeah, right. Sancho
1: and- aside though, how do you think uh, Ten Hag has performed as the Manchester United manager? If you were to use one word, what would be the word perfect word yeah. to describe his performance so huh. far?
2: That's,
1: that's difficult. That's difficult to to
2: to, yeah, to 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 one word. Yeah, obviously has done well, but obviously there's a lot of context that you know no to that discussion as well. But I think all things considered, um his first season was a success. I think it was. I think it really was. Because um this is a club that you know, not a day passes where you don't get drama. Till now. Still, right? Yeah. Up until now. Back from when he started with Ronaldo um there was a thing where before we used the people were saying oh um you know it would be ronaldo immediately because these people don't fit this style." and then it came in right he said he wants to work with ronaldo but that that just that just didn't happen because uh, you know of a couple of factors that we all know about right and then he ends up having to to let ronaldo go right so like it's been a lot of drama and i think one of my favorite things about his time years so far is I feel like he has handled every of this drama, every of this um, you know issues that have come. I think he's handled it really well. Really, that's I think that's something that yeah.
1: Did you? I see, honestly
2: think he's handled really.
1: Did you see any issues with uh, what he what he said about Sancho in the press conference?
2: Sancho. Okay, so now that's that's um, that's yeah. That that might be the only half thing that i think maybe we could have done better oh, but again half. okay let's, let's 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 look at this um first of all we don't still like we still don't know the truth about his comments right because he said one thing and sancho said something else right so and he's still pretty first so we're not like seeing the resolution or you know we don't know the aftermath of that yet so we can't really say who is right or so who saying the truth yeah what i think he could have done better was um Perhaps not question his professionalism, right? Like in the public, like that. I I understand it. I understand it. But I think I think I think it's just so, the way I say it. I think that he has maybe like, mm. and it feels like okay. The last resort or what he wants to do now is just to call him out publicly and see how see how you react. I don't know how that sounds, but that's the only explanation. Is by It's
1: tricky though, it's it's really tricky because as you said, no one knows for facts because we're not not behind the scenes, it's better for your manager to even say, oh "Oh, you're crap, like you're not good enough, I feel like most professional players will take that better than hearing their manager say because it just gives, it opens room to a lot of criticism. For them and it's like he's already been under a lot of fire, you know, from people saying all sorts, you know, mm-hmm. from his laziness, whatever, whatever. And once a manager, someone like now does that, it just really opens you up to so much criticism, so much analysis. Because you know how people talk on social media, right? There's people who say so many things that yeah. they don't know. For, for example, I'll give you an example let's say Manchester United sign, I don't know, let's say what well, i ericsson There's people saying oh ericsson wasn't a ten Hag signing it was this staff that sanctioned like bro you don't know and people actually now create opinions mm-hmm. and this is how people talk on twitter you know what i'm saying oh, even my club oh, oh this is not a club sign this is a pair plan just signing this is a this that you go. Know i'm saying this one this is for this, sure you don't know like this guy is this person that wanted him not this one so i'm like what are you there yeah. you know all you know is the club and the player you know what i'm saying so we live in a, in a world where a lot of the media just actually fabricate stories then react to those stories fabricate scenarios then react to those scenarios and sancho has already been under that so what ten did was actually just really it up because for me personally right even like for example on my show if i want to if i ever have the chance to talk to a player i actually really want to stick to on the pitch things so And as if i have a sancho with me in the studio i'm going to be asking him questions like so why isn't it coming up for you on the pitch, right? Like, I always want to leave all those stories and agendas on, like, you know, you said, drop or more play kind of mentality, get me? Like, this is football, yeah. like, we all play football, like, so why isn't it coming up for you exactly, you know? And the fact that Tenaga's done that, it doesn't give room to people talking a lot about on-the-pitch things, like analytics, you know, what he's not doing properly. It's just, it's, uh, I get it. And so, I,
2: I feel like, you know, people have said about him. he's been very phone right it doesn't i mean maybe it's the dutch thing right people say yeah dutch
1: people
2: yeah are always very that's all so he always tell you how it is if it's something he doesn't want to talk about then he would simply not answer so i I think it was a very intentional thing for me it's, it's not a thing where he
1: um, slipped out where
2: he, he like, yeah he slipped out it was a very intentional thing. so the only thing now i can say is what was the intention behind those comments right and i feel like in, in his own head he's, think he's at the point where he really doesn't feel like he can rely on sancho and he's just like okay whatever happens i'm no longer protecting so it's stay, a f- it's kind of like a fight hour. now
1: is that it because are you trying to say that of course like this is not the first like both of them know and for even sancho you something. Like, that i'm tired of being scapegoated you know
2: i don't i don't feel that way i don't get the impression that he's being made of the goods, especially yeah. by the club or by the manager I think that oh. more for the it friends. could
1: be it could be a combination it could be a combination of a lot so i feel like sometimes people, like of course sancho didn't clear the statement on his PR team or whatever so it was just a very yeah. impulsive thing it, Young guy just talking from his feelings right away, and my opinion of course I might not be right, but I feel it's a mixture of a lot of things. Of course, the press have been on him, the fans have been on him, everyone has been on him, but also I also think inside, inside because I feel if you feel a very supportive environment from your club and your coach, or if you guys are on certain kind of terms, because let's say sancho doesn't even play as much as he feels he deserves to, that's one thing, right? But there's players who go through that all for yeah. clubs, or like this is not a new thing where players don't and the reaction of what you say kind of differs so if a player is not playing but he feels that he doesn't feel very uncomfortable in his environment he doesn't feel like the people you work for are against him he's not going to come out and say that yeah. does that make sense because it's like if the media is almost like oh people can be talking about it but if you're loved at home you're not bothered you know what i'm saying it's not the first time I yeah, see yeah. a lot of it happens a lot you know there's media talking about so many players this that that but the coach right there is in love with that player and always keep playing the player and loves him to, you get what I'm yeah. saying, loves him to death. This is a common thing that's happened a thousand times in football, you know what I'm saying? Uh, even if he doesn't play, but the coach is like, yeah. so inside, they're inside and we don't know what's happening inside. Yeah. But what Sancho has shown is that there's actually something happening inside this time. You know, because when we speculate yeah. from the outside, when we try to cost a lot of wrong stories, agendas, blah, 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 we don't know and when players don't react a lot of times because like they are inside another that. there's there's that oneness there's that there's that agreement like
2: i think, I think that's why everyone is shocked Steve, because like you know when there's friction between um players or, or management and players like you see times where like you, you see some you see some things that would imply that right but Sancho, he's just come out of nowhere like First of all, nobody was expecting him to not make the squad that day. It wasn't a thing where he had been um, getting left out of the squad or not getting played, right? So, everyone, okay, maybe is A or maybe he picked up another instrument, right? don't know what happened, right? And then everything comes out to make those comments. Again, which were shocking because, you know, it's not something that has been happening. Ten um, Hag possibly supported him more than I more have than seen any manager supports you know a need money signing like that yeah right we, we had the break we still don't know the full details that was nothing we still don't know what exactly the break was for or what exactly Sancho was going through that he needed that break we don't have the full details people are speculating obviously uh mental health issues you lost know, the close friend or something they yeah. affected people. we don't know right all we know is the manager sanctioned a break for him to get to send right and even possibly sent him to Netherlands, right, which is the home country of you know, the court. Yeah. Again, that shows some level of um, support, like, okay, go to my home country, I have people that will take care of me there, right? So, it felt like things were great. Mind you, this was the time when we had, like, injury crisis, we had a shortage in the front line at that point. And, you know, he still kept supporting him, saying he doesn't put, he's not putting a timeline on when he would be back. He doesn't know, so like, they did, did his bit towards the end of the season. There were a couple of times where Satchel would get sold out. He would cheer like a hug with Ten had right smile on his face, like everything was good. The season as well. This season, he played a lot of games. Um, got used as the false nine in the absence of Marshall and Rashford, who joined um this season late as an international, right? So everything seemed good, right? So I don't. I think that's why it's it's kind of shocking for everyone. We don't know where this has come from. Did whatever happened between them happen in just a week like was it was it all um, like J like was it just that we couldn't know, to train um the game against now and what happened happened right like that's i think that was just the question everyone everyone's right now and am just waiting to see how
1: it plays it they,
2: out that um yeah we especially with the um anthony situation now um which might be the perfect opportunity to you know to bring yeah. him back yeah same? i
1: mean yeah antonio now the club just released a statement right so he'll be out for for uh for a while now until possible yeah, yeah until it's resolved and that's a big chance for sancho you know ordinarily but is there any way the? because to me it just seems like this obviously so is i don't think it was just like a manager coming out on tv saying some things that the player didn't like then the player just reacted on social media i don't think it was that like his words just is almost like You've been giving me stick, like inside, like inside. It's also been pleasant You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like I've been this guy, yeah, and I'm bringing it to TV. So like, I'm tired okay. of this shit kind of vibe. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind I of get that. that's kind of what it gave me.
2: Um, I mean, like, ordinary me, right ordinary. What Sancho did for a lot of a lot of people, that was basically mean the end of their careers at the club. But yeah. like, that's that's that could be that could be the end. But I. I feel like it's also something that could be resolved right? if the both just put their egos aside and actually have a discussion. And I don't know. I don't know what demands Ten had. Yeah. Um, obviously, he says he demands a lot from everyone and he didn't feel like Sancho was meeting those demands. So I don't know what exactly are those demands that he... But if with this Anthony situation now, you know, it could be just the perfect opportunity for him to say, okay, now, well, let's see if you know be able to take this chance and and give me something different so we are waiting to see uh, because we can't afford any more distraction we're losing
1: anymore yeah we need
2: everyone i really really hope they're yeah, able to um, find a resolution it's a bit interesting this, to see how this you know, goes
1: second- you know also also one more yeah. thing then we talk about uh something else so two more things basically before this is over so over the summer basically Manchester united of course david De Gea left uh now nana has replaced him david De Gea still without a club and and all uh harry maguire was also another name on the on the papers you know and yeah. of course the club where you know he basically doesn't have a place in the starting lineup anymore or even like yeah. yeah he's no more a main player and he was also stripped off his captaincy now let's be honest what do you make of that the stripped of the cup, cup i think de- it was
2: a, I, think, I think it was a clear message um, from tena that you know try to find a way out of this thing right? so basically forcing to, him out um because in the public right he mentioned that he would love to have maguire in the squad right that he would have to fight for his place in the squad because we have you know, you know the way managers play politics. Yeah. So he kept saying that in the, in the public, right? But then on the back end, um, stripping him of the captain's band, I, I, a lot of people tried to, I think that was the argument that I made as well. The fact that um, managers like to have their captains, right, as regulars of the team, like people who actually are on the pitch a lot, and not people who are on the bench, right, or people who are not main, regular nationals in the team. Right. So that, that was really one angle to look at it from. Right. And the fact that we basically almost captained the team uh, for a lot of last season, right, just because of the fact that Magara was not um, you know, very much a yeah. regular player. So I think in a way it was a message, right? Saying just you want to be in this team but we are open to letting you go. If you want to stay then you have to you're going to have to ascend Reduce responsibility. We give the captain to someone else, right? And then just know that you are not part of the first level, right? Yeah,
1: that was but the that's, that's fine. There's but like there's so many. As you said, like just like yeah. how my United did the last season. Like there's so many captains around the world that are not uh, starters. You know, it's not even only in football. Even in basketball, you know, a lot. Yeah. I love the time the vets who can't, of course, even play very uh, often again because of their what's it called their physical levels. That happens. I feel like Bruno would be leaving, would be leading Manchester United out of the tunnel anyway, almost every game week. Regardless. Regardless. So it was like, if, if from Harry Maguire's perspective, it was a big slap in his face. Is was it really necessary? Uh, well, uh, it was a message. Ten Hag was trying to send a message. That's, but, that's, uh, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like so.
2: I think Right. First of all, um, right. like, is he going to pick his own captain, organize his own captain, you um, know, the air, lots of issues and I feel like that first thing was trying to not shake things up too much, right? Trying to not um, to not make too many changes, right? First of all, the air thing is also part of it because a lot of people again expected him to just be yeah, straight up, right? Being a lot of players straight up, but I feel like it was, or wow, something like, okay, let's do this slowly this is the first season you know we don't have to make all of these grand changes right trying to eat them into it and now second season i feel like it's more of a time where it feels like okay i have to now start making my own imprint in this team right like my my uh, there was an old captain here that met, but do i still want him so, like perfect time for him to now start making his own decisions making his own imprint in the team so do you agree with that lots of angles like stripping
1: stuff. stripping maguire of the captain. Uh, I don't think it was necessary. I've heard a lot of people see
2: that as well. I, I don't think he was I don't think it was necessary as well. But I don't I am as well because I don't think it is
1: well. I, I feel like I of course I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on but I feel it's it's little by little we've even seen Jose Mourinho lose the lose the dressing room in the club where the players are ready to die for him you know, he had his he had his vets still, his 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 Lampard's his Terry's. This guys way there, and he still managed to lose the dressing room. I feel losing. I'm not. I'm not trying to speculate or anything, but I just don't. At the moment, I just don't really respect. I feel he he can be a good manager or a good coach. You know what I'm saying? Like he's in terms of his football. And so for my side, United got into the, the Champions League. They 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 won a trophy. You know, even though it's uh yeah okay. Let me not get salty. But it's still a, a trouble. <laughs> not really, like, you, you could maybe ask for more from the first season. That's 100% fine. But it wasn't a bad season, you know what I'm saying? It's not a terrible season. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, you get me. You could talk about also the way my scientists' performances have been. Because there's a lot of times. Tans-
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online
1: They're not playing well enough but they've been able to get results and there also times last season where they actually looked like a well-oiled machine yeah. you know yeah exactly so you've seen a bit of everything here and there but oh. overall the results got Manchester United back where they wanted to be the champions they gun they were desperate for a trophy you know it's been a while and they also got their hands on that even though it is a trophy that doesn't really matter if we're being honest yeah. But anyway yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just had to say that anyway but it's like <laughs> The way... I feel like the way managers lose players is... Because these players are friends. That's the thing. They're just not like pieces. They're not not chess pieces that just like... Objects that are not connected. They are individuals who are friends and who have relationships. And I'm thinking... I'm just thinking in my head that if you... Upset... A good amount or a few... Amount of people. Then things start to feel awkward. Things start to feel somehow, you know. No matter... Irrespective of what Maguire comes out to say. He's not best pleased. Uh... You know, Jaden is not better. Of course, Cristiano has gone. I'm just thinking that it's just been a year and it's already been like four players or what. You get what I'm saying? And I'm just thinking, of course, at the moment, nothing is going to happen now, but I feel these things happen over time. You know, do, you, do you get my angle where I'm coming from? Like, if Because I feel to be a good manager and to be able to manage a lot of. It, it's different from Ajax. Like, if you're coming from Ajax, I feel if you're an Ajax manager, what you need is just be good at, at football. In terms of on the pitch stuff, what you're training, how you how you train to uh, what's it called to execute your plans, just like pure football and tactics. Because those are young players who are who are looking for opportunities. They have they have no right to have an ego. They have because they are nobodies. You know what I'm saying? So you're giving them opportunities and you're implementing. So so when you come into a big yeah, club, it's true. different. You know, you're meeting, for example, a Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Let's just give a very basic example. Very basic example. Players can sit on the bench. Like I've i've played football to a good level where when i first went to the club i had to sit on the bench i wasn't used to that i didn't like that but i saw what the midfielders were like their, the parts of their games and, and i saw things that they had that i didn't have of course i had things that didn't have like i was more box to box i could i could always score more goals always like directly chip into the you get what i'm saying so I say have more impact kind of but in terms of control like so it's almost like i feel no matter what a player feels there's always that reality in your head and maybe that humility to say that okay this player does this does that but what it gets hard for players to accept is if they don't understand a decision you know so for example a, a cristiano ronaldo i don't know he missed precision for whatever blah blah blah. not even getting to a true side, but he's back now he's not really playing too much and for whatever reason how does he accept this if he's on the bench and it's like Highland and Osemen, I feel like, or just people that perform to that level, you get me? it would be fine. <laughs> but maybe watching Anilanga or this guy's not really doing anything, it's going to, no matter who, it's going, you, you, you cannot take it. Like, it's, it's something like you don't understand. more understandable if you feel the coach is getting it right. Like, okay, cool. But if not, you, you feel insulted, you know, and it's the same thing that happens to anyone else there like if the coach is making decisions that you're not really accepting then it's only a matter of time where I think you he would have pissed off enough people at the club so do you think Ten Hag has to improve in a way we dealing with egos and things like that because it's not like I think he's a bit too robotic you know he's a bit too robotic maybe lacks that bit of I would not say charisma is not the word but just knowing how to associate Ah. and deal with deal with certain kind of characters you know like we've seen even in the pep team for example we've seen so many players over the years misbehave like Aguero from Aguero all these guys they've done the worst absolutely but there's always been a way to turn it around without it being terrible there's always there's been there's been problems you know even
2: all that matters is winning and when you win People don't remember all of the things. Even the players don't remember all of the things. because everyone is happy, everyone is happy in the direction of the club. There's positive media and the press and how the club has broken well the True. fans. Fans with back your know, every decision. Nobody's second game. And I think that's really how someone like Fet now that like you just mentioned as an example, that's why he's that great exactly for you in terms of these things, right? I mean that's the only thing we can send Nobody even remembers that now. Cancel is away from the club. Right? Yeah. But they're winning, they're winning. Now to you, they win, right? So it's justified it's it was right to, to but the difference exactly. so i feel like the yeah. difference
1: the difference for me yeah is like yeah they are winning but i feel it's a vicious cycle so what i'm saying is i'm just looking at this guy's been here for what a year just about a year right? just slightly above yeah. and this one that one. so it's like the number the concentration i feel like of course okay. like you can pick one player here one player they all like for example club had a problem with Sako back in 2016 blah blah blah, blah being team you can pick from it, uh, you get what I'm saying, like, everyone had voice about just, like, in a concentrated period, we've seen this, we've seen that, we've seen that, so, then that's why I'm asking questions, you know, and I feel like if it happens... Come on.
2: I, I feel like we are making, like, these things are not full blame issues, right? You have not been performing up to the level that you were initially, or up to the level that is expected of you, right? I don't, I don't think that's a problem, first of all. Stripping him of the
1: captaincy, uh, yes, I, I, I think that is where the issue is. So like,
2: there's no problem with Maguire. Not playing, um, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, i know that but so I mean, that's
1: not. I don't see a situation where Maguire doesn't see him getting stripped because Maguire has always been like, okay, you know what? He's he's been he's been very professional in court in terms of he's not said said anything publicly disrespectful to yeah. anybody, so it's like you know, I know he's always had this kind of I want I'm going to fight for the club, you know, fight for. Me. That's how that's how his tone has yeah, been also. Yeah, Still, fight for his play. Yeah, yeah, you know, simp- the cool, right? But I'm saying I don't see a scenario where Maguire doesn't see this guy stripping him of captaincy as a bit like.
2: I feel like these issues, right? Like, like let's be honest, um, you always have to make decisions, and not all your players are going to like all of the decisions you make, right? Because it's going to favour some going to uh, you know on the other side as well some people will be on the other side of the right so now it matters how do you resolve this when this happens how do you communicate with people affected by your decisions to make them still feel like okay they are still a part of what you are building, right and not feel like okay you are trying to discard them right so I think that's more really matters and I would like to think that a conversation must have happened between yeah. them he made that decision, right? Because I remember when that happened, which yeah. means that they must have given him the chance to say, he must have told them, okay, at least give me the, um what's that word? Give me the courtesy of announcing it in my own way
1: yeah i mean so like, let me get not, at, i mean i feel like it, we don't even like he he doesn't have much of his say anyway in terms of the decision yes of course the manager will communicate it with him but yeah but
2: announcing it first announcing yeah. it before the club I, I i feel like that must have been something that he discussed and you're yeah. like okay you get fired right all where um maybe something bad happens to someone and then they tell people um give me the chance to you know to be the first to say it right let, let's not give it
1: up yeah first,
2: right so i, I think yeah exactly so i think that that must have happened i, I feel like they must have discussed this he possibly must have communicated his displeasure all of these things you are saying that he must be feeling it, ten hag and i mean i would like to think that ten Hag must have explained his decision and just sorted that out yeah i mean, I mean that's that my expectation. Ten, ten
1: hag of course did that like of course he had his reasons like he's not just uh, he's not crazy he's just not gonna wake up and, like, i don't like that guy's face i'm gonna remove him from captaincy i'm gonna try to yeah. send him to west ham or something <laughs> like he had his reasons you know what i'm saying like that felt okay but i'm just saying like you know irrespective of what your reasons are the way someone is like if you tell me you're going to do something to me even though you have your reasons does i like doesn't mean that i'm going <laughs> to respect it <As laughs> mean, i'm going to like right. it You get it. that's the point anyway moving on from that finally what have you made of Manchester united start to the season
2: uh not great at all not great um this is your second season and like, it still feels like the team you know trying to see out identity identity. step oh yeah and um, i mean i feel like first of all there there might have been a disconnect in fans expectation of what kind of football tenag mm. was um, meant to bring to united mm. and what kind of football he, what football he thinks suits the squad he has perfectly, because right? 'Cause it's been asked a lot of times, right? What kind of football you want to play, what do you want to play? And he keeps saying is that he wants to play entertaining football for the fans, right? Transitions, he keeps hammering transitions, um, he wants to be the best team at transitions, he wants to be able to win the ball from the front and you know cause damage and all of that. And even when he analyzes the players that he signed, he always seems to have, you know, an idea in his head. But I think that idea is just different from what Oscar yes, expected expected from E. Especially with from his time of science, right? I, I had everybody expecting some sort of Pep style Something of football for that point. So he doesn't feel like that's the idea he also has for the team. Like, he also feels like he if he, he thinks the abilities or the um, qualities of the players that are better suited to to play this chaotic transition now. Us fans watch this team and they're not happy with what, what they're playing mm-hmm. but it feels like it's closer to the idea of what he actually wants to see from the team but still the stats has not been good at all um when you think about how we came from last week, would expect that you know there'll be a lot of improvement but we're still having the same issues we're still having midfield not being compact a lot not because of his issues but because of the general team structure yeah Right, like it's just it's just annoying. What do you think about your signings, in, like, your front, signings, front
1: us, yeah. your new signings so far? This season. From, this, what are your from this season,
2: I think we had, I think we had an eight out of ten transfer window or oh. six, seven point five. Okay. Out of ten, um, going into this summer, the positions I I want better I feel like we needed to strengthen. Right where midfield that was my biggest issue because that was one of the biggest issues we had last season as well. Um, to be fair it might be a bit difficult right? but at the minimum okay getting the cover, a the um good enough cover such that when you take him out of the team you don't suffer, you don't miss a bit. So I felt we needed someone like that and also I'm a good team. So ideally I, I felt we needed two midfield signings minimum. The rest maybe depending on how to is maybe we lost, you know, Fred and McTominay, then naturally you need an additional body there. Um, maybe bring one from the academy right Until you know, that you can get um, someone there, fine. But yeah, so we feel that and yes, we also needed to change the goalkeeper. That was really as important. And then I thought we needed a striker, right? We, we've suffered in that department for a bit, martial inconsistencies and injury issues. more. Well, more recently we had by uh, last season but we needed a long-term fix in that position as well and also more firepower because it felt like last season our attack was basically rashford and others and other that was what it was last season It was carrying the entire attack and we had finishing issues but we missed a lot of chances and um, so yes we needed to finish the attack as well with the striker so and perhaps um
1: yeah, at, the, at the
2: very best case,
1: yeah.
2: Best case scenario I, I felt we could also have a centre back because of mm-hmm. Varane's injury issues and the fact that Maguire was obviously no longer you know, favored, mm-hmm. right? But that was more of like an acting on the cake. If there's a chance the centre back would be nice.
1: But positionally, and I feel like we stopped You've gotten good players yeah. it, you've gotten like good positions in terms of what you've analyzed right now, in terms of what you guys needed. But what about the players themselves, like um, like Amrabat, um, uh, Mount?
2: Of the positions that I, I, I listed at first, which is either the cover for Casemiro or an upgrade on Ericsson, You know, you could also play beside Casemiro as an eight kind of player. When you think about Mount. best fit. You probably first thought to speak him out there, right? Just you know, behind the striker, in front of midfielders. That would be your best first thing that comes to your head. Right, so seeing signed as the first midfield signing, and at such a fee, I honestly thought that would probably be the only midfield signing we brought in, because I mean that's the way my United operates. We it. Too. I, I can almost predict their transfer activity, um, you know, even before they sign, because you know the way the blazers act. So once they splash that money on on, on him, I, I I almost felt like okay, that's probably the only midfield signing we're getting then. Any other thing will depend on if we we're able to move other players on. So, I was not very pleased with that signing at first. But, after being of Amrabat now, I feel it's more comfortable with that signing now. Yeah. Right, so, I'm actually cover those two uh, profiles that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, it can be a really good cover for Casino And as well, you, know, you can play beside Castanero after this. He has the qualities to do both. So, I feel like we sort of got someone who could solve those two issues such that now we don't need Mount to do that so now mount can focus on you know maybe being back up to bruno which is i must admit unrealistic that if you consider the transfer price that it was brought in for right so i mean it, it feels like a, a price that manager would most likely want to count on him um, as a startup more often than not so um the initial dynamic is still one that we would have to watch out for to see how exactly you know, Tenag um fields see it when everyone is fit. Yeah. Right, so, but yeah, um, I think striker position all London, Um obviously, the dream sign for that position was Kane, even though I knew it was very unrealistic, you know, having to deal with Levy for that. Um, but, away from Kane, I think all London is a very uh, promising sign. Yes, that's the word I'll use. Yeah. I think it's a very promising.
1: Something is in uh, there. I, I, I would think
2: I think you think have all the tools to be what we've been crying out for in the striker position, right? So, I'm yeah. uh, happy with the signing as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm happy with uh, some uh, um, business. Um, it's left for Kenal now. I think we have all the tools yeah. that so we need. This,
0: this uh, brings I me mean, down to the
1: last thing. Maybe yeah. You said you said you have all the tools, right? So, what is it now? What does Tenag have to yeah. do now? Hello.
2: Expectations for this season.
1: Yeah. Like what does he have to do now? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Yes. What does he have to do
2: now? Your in your Yeah he, p- he has to challenge properly. i when I say challenge properly, I mean not not like being ten points away from the first position at the end of the season, right? Like he has to be in there. He be, yes, he has to be in the ring. This massive team is a monstrous thing to compete with. Which means anybody that wants to win the league, right, must be around you have to be aiming for 90, 90 plus points, around right? uh, the ninety five points yeah.
1: um, range. I, I would know a right. thing or two about. So,
2: that. exactly right. So, I feel like if um, we are pegging my city to be like a ninety plus point team, challenging properly now with me can't be anything lower than an eighty points, uh, eighty plus points based in this year, right? So, it has to be eighty points and above to challenge my city and i think that's what i'm expecting of um uh, for Pena this season i don't want to see anything less than that that's that's really the expectation i, I don't care if he wins i think that that would be really tough that would be a really, really mm. huge one for uh, I mean, uh, and as, well as well but yeah he has to challenge i think he has he has enough um, resources at his disposal i think in the champions league as well um obviously he has to get out of the group Mm-hmm. Uh, minimum minimum right yeah. so i mean from there it's now dependent on your drills, right yeah. so i can't really say much um for that right now but minimum has to get out of the uh, the group stages and uh, also know also not yeah yeah I and mean, in title um a trophy is welcome caravan every cup would take that but yeah my no, no. Are, you fine with none?
1: None? are you fine with none as well if if let's say you're are you fine with none okay let's say i don't know the Champions League.
2: Like this properly for the league. Um, I think I would be more comfortable. More. I'll uh, give you optimism going into next
1: you. season. You'll be like, okay, next season maybe we can win it yes. because of yes, the, the consistency. So sort of our thirty-eight games. All right. Finally, I want you to drop it's your wrong. top four predictions, starting from two. Of course, because Liverpool is one. I need to so much that
2: only my decisions come Man marketing um i just like always automatically the first yeah position. same it's what, yeah it's and so yeah i would say city top again mm-hmm. um i would say second place um so this is based on uh, the start so far mm-hmm. i would say right now i think they, they are in a good place and it's looking good for them right now okay. so i think uh I think United might be third again. I'm predicting us to be third again. But a lot closer this time in terms of the points, you know, difference. And I would say Liverpool for fourth do you think though Absolutely.
1: do you think that uh so you said what you what you would like do you think that united because this is your prediction on do you think they'll finish third but also be in that title yeah. race or no like what do you think will happen aside from your wants or your, or your demand from your manager what do you think will happen? do you think uh i
2: think okay. if i want to be a uh, uh, transfer business and this, yeah i think we will also football is funny my life is funny as well, so a lot of things happen, um, but yeah, I'll definitely be disappointed that I think it should be all of in hand if we don't do that. Because I think this squad is strong enough to do that this season. So if we don't, then um, Teneri has definitely take responsibility for that. If,
1: if, for example, let's say United narrowly just make the Champions League, so it's not, it's not basically a very good season, but they still get into the Champions League, so it's not the yeah. worst at the end of the season, yeah. don't challenge for anything really. Will you be Tenag like, out, or you will just be like, not impressed, but continue? Ah. That's
2: difficult. That's difficult. That's a tough one. Um, yes, depending on the dynamics of what actually happens in the season. Though, there's always context yeah. needed, right? So, so yeah, I think I'm a to comfortable with it because I mean that would be a this would be a second um, full season, and then still having the same issues that. Um, you were having like two years ago then that's that doesn't feel like progress very much to me all um, right but,
1: yeah. all right thanks a lot for coming on and giving a lot of insights it's a really interesting episode well i just hope my united finish out yes, of the top four right. uh they've had a very perfect start the season uh, in my opinion yeah. this isn't couldn't have started better for Manchester united and yeah <laughs> thanks a lot once again have a lovely day yeah you
2: too
1: Yes, so that was it. Wisdom gave us uh, fantastic insights into what he thinks about the Sanchez situation. Eric Ten Hag, Manchester United, their transfer business, the expectation, the predictions, and the demands. All of that on the Tenor Talks podcast. Please do not forget to share but most importantly to rate this podcast because that is how the algorithm knows that this is the best football podcast so come on do not gatekeep my podcast all you gatekeepers
2: do not gatekeep my podcast thank you very much